0: Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com SBFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 29. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. And one of your hosts, Adam Redding, joining me is Michael's Gone to the Rapture Lopez. (laughs) Hey guys, how's it going? And David, New York pizza's the only good pizza ever, forever, Tate. Amen. Hey,
1: I hope (laughs) you're all having a lovely Festival of the Lost, um, which is the Destiny Halloween event running until November 9th.
2: Just throw it oh. out there. <laughs> I just kind of realized now that you mentioned that. I guess this is technically our Halloween episode. It is. I mean, Adam, it's a couple days after. That intro was not really spooky enough. I demand oh, you go man. back and do it again.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Super Best Friends. <laughs> <I don't
2: know. laughs> Why just hey, stop? Blah, Soundgold. Blah, blah. Blah. Hey, by the
1: way, You're thanks listening. for the introduction, Adam
0: <laughs> Vanilla Destiny Reading. Oh, thank you, thank you.
1: We haven't used that one yet, right? I'm not repeating myself, am I? I, Maybe we have, maybe we we haven't.
0: Oh, shoot, (laughs) I even went back and tried to check and I I couldn't find it, but... (laughs) The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what are you guys playing? I wonder if that gives you a good
1: example of what we've been playing. Uh, I just figured that I don't know was about you guys, but I've been working my brains
0: out, so <laughs> it's just like, nope, no video games. We don't we don't do those, no. Show's <laughs> over everybody. We had a good don't run. Have, oh. Don't have any time for all that. Um so I have been
1: playing a little little tiny bit of Destiny. I played the hard mode of the raid and oh, uh, my. but I mean I it was minuscule. I barely played at all. Um However, by the time this podcast comes out, I will be playing Halo 5, um, and I will have also done a stream of uh, Telltale's uh, Tales from the Borderlands, so mm-hmm. if you missed that, go and check on our YouTube page. Um, it, I, it, we're recording this a little bit in advance, so it's either going to be Friday or Saturday. I haven't decided which yet. Um, in the past. In the this past, past. This past This last Friday or Saturday. Yes. So just go look on our youtube um you'll see it there um what's the link to that is it just super best? just search for super best friends video game sleepover
0: i think if you just search sbfvgs i think that'll do it
1: okay yeah so you'll get to see me and a couple guests or maybe just a guest uh hanging out and playing some uh borderlands what is it telltales tales tales from the borderlands (laughs) yes don't even know
2: what you're playing nope
1: don't know what i'm playing (laughs) also i might do a halo 5 stream too since i worked on the commercial for halo 5 which uh, which as it turns out the story in the commercial had almost nothing to do with the story of the actual game which is (laughs) silly but anyway
0: that is uh, silly
1: yeah (laughs) um so yeah that's what i have been playing and what i will have been playing Mm, so
0: a future perfect
1: yes future
2: perfect good times uh playing oh i finished broken age which is really good oh
0: yeah see i haven't beaten that one yet so it's, you liked it
2: yeah i liked it uh i thought it was really good um i'm working on the platinum i have like one trophy that i need to get left which is beat the whole game in an hour which seems like unfeasible until like you just skip all the dialogue and all the cutscenes. yeah i guess so if you know how to solve all the puzzles yeah you can just breeze so through like it. i finished act one in like 18 minutes so i was like oh, okay wow this is, this is like doable yeah um that's cool. And then I I played Everyone's Gone to the Rapture and I beat that, and that was really really good. Um, I'm interested for you guys to play it and get your take on it. Uh, not not gonna spoil anything. I loved the entire game right up to the very end. And the end's not like a bad ending. It just kind of was like, oh, that's, I don't know. The the ending didn't wow me. Okay. The game all throughout before that i loved i loved every second it was really really good wow yeah. okay i the actually hear trophies, hill of five is a lot like that too where yeah
1: the game is great and then the
2: ending is like ah yeah the trophies for that game are just garbage though um <laughs> why is that <laughs> don't worry i'm still gonna platinum it because i mean of course so i'm of gonna course. do that but i i'm not a big fan of trophies that are like impossible to get oh. unless you look them up online Oh, oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of trophies like, don't interact with anything. Like, okay, well, I don't <laughs> know what that means, though. And you find out, oh, uh, just put the controller down and let the game sit there for 10 minutes and you'll unlock this trophy. Oh, that's weird. What? Um, you know, another, another trophy is like, wait for a call. And it's like, oh, go go into a phone booth and just stand there and don't move for two minutes and you'll get a trophy.
0: Yeah, like no one would do that organically. No. It's and like something. One is
2: like, oh, you need to go to a pub and wait at the counter for two minutes and then go to a different pub and wait at that counter for two minutes, and then you'll get a trophy. What? And it's like this is <laughs> this is idiotic. These are the worst trophies you I've of ever these. heard of. Well, <laughs> you know,
1: sometimes if the game is like silly, that can actually be kind of fun. Um, like there's a there's a game called the Stanley Parable, which is a uh, like oh, you can Stanley get it on Parable. Steam. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, so there's an achievement that's called eight 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 eight. and so that achievement showed wait, up Wait, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. I think there was two extra eights. There might have been. I was trying to count it but I may have gotten <laughs> ahead of myself. Um, but so they they um th- they there was this achievement was on the page and nobody had gotten it yet and they didn't know how the heck to get it. Um and basically eventually someone figured out you just enter 8 into the <laughs> boss's keypad keypad 8 times and then you get that achievement. Um so you know like a lot of times there's just like random um achievements. Also there's another achievement That's called funny unachievable where you actually can't get it unless you hack the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a
1: dirty trick. So yeah like sometimes sometimes uh achievements that you have to look up are uh, are pretty funny,
2: I think. I'd love to see someone speedrun everyone's gone to the rapture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could because the weird thing about the game again, without being spoilery, there's only as much story in the game as you want there to be. Really, <laughs> like yeah, all the story is kind of told like organically as you walk around the world. But if you want to just get on the main road and walk to the end of the game, you can be finished with that game in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, like but no the joke. Speedrunners, like you, you can speedrunners will have to hold everything. that
0: shoulder button though and really just book it across <laughs> the world.
2: <laughs> now, when you
1: hold the the shoulder button, do you just kind of walk at a slightly more brisk pace?
2: So. Yeah, and I would say it's so slight that sometimes I let go of it to see if it's working or not because I can't figure <laughs> if I'm walking any faster. You walk real slow in that game. Which yeah. is which is fine, but
0: I, I mean, think Dear Esther was the same way though. I think it was pretty pretty slow as far that's kinda of how they want you to experience the game. It's yeah. very calm. Is it like yeah. a
1: Sunday stroll? Is it kinda of like Kind of, yeah. <laughs> wow which is you're i don't know that, you're not selling a, this game I, i'm
2: not really interested in playing it so i don't know here's the thing is is it's one of those games that i don't really want to tell you anything about it because you're supposed to discover like what the game is about while you play it mm. but then
1: how am i supposed to be interested in playing
0: it well you there are you aren't
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> so i've been playing that broken age that broken age I finished act one and um, I am probably maybe like halfway through act. Well, no, I'm maybe a quarter of the way through act two. So right. I'm, I'm having a good time though. I'm just kind of playing that in the, in the van pool um, on the Vita here and there. And then I started playing that uncharted Nathan Drake collection last night. Oh, I need to get that. It's so good. Uh, Well, I mean, everyone knows who's played those games that they're really good. Yeah. Um, and So I'm, I'm about getting, I'm closing in on halfway through, um, what is it? The first game, Drake's Fortune. Drake's Fortune. Um, um, On crushing? No, no, I don't, I don't play games like that. (laughs) Well, you'll you'll
2: never get the platinum that way. Oh
0: no. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever will you do? I have a stressful enough job that I do not, and you do too. So I don't, know. I don't get it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I don't want uh, to be all stressed out in my downtime. So anyway, but I'm playing on normal. It's really fun. Um, story's great. It, it definitely, I, I had almost forgotten how how uh, great Naughty Dog is at making you want to see what's just around the next corner. So like, you know, you get, you get to the next chapter and you're like, well, I'll just, I know it's like one in the morning and I got to work in the morning, but you know, I'll just, I'll just go and see what's around this bend, you know, (laughs) and you end up playing like another half hour, hour or whatever. So yeah, I'm, I'm really liking it. The, the gunplay, um, Ashley touched on it on the last episode. Um, but yeah, the gunplay hasn't aged as well as like, um, two and three are like a leaps and bounds above, um, drake's fortune as far as that but Mm -hmm. um everything else is still really good i mean um you can definitely see how they refined it how they tweaked it and made it better but storytelling voice acting story you know it's all good it's great so anyway really liking that um and uh yeah oh and then i've been playing some uh a mobile game, a filthy mobile. Oh my! Is Ugh. it a casual
1: mobile game?
0: <laughs> well, this one is basically because I don't live all that far from Las Vegas. Uh huh. Um, so this one essentially it's a it's like a free to play blackjack game. Oh. And the more the more you play it, because I like I like some blackjack. The more you play it, the more loyalty points you build up, and you can actually use it to get a free buffet or something, or oh. a, free, a free hotel room or something. So you can nice. if you play it if you played it enough. You could definitely uh, save yourself some money. So I figure I'll play some blackjack. Yeah. So yeah, it's going well. It's going like, well. And it's I, like I, a
1: pay to win sort of thing, but except you win real life stuff. Yeah. So that's well, kind of
0: fun. It's funny because you can tell that they uh, they definitely are trying to lure the really risky gamblers to vegas because the more <laughs> big risks you take the more loyalty points you win <laughs> it's kind of funny like i'm doubling down and i'm splitting and i'm doing all this and max bet and all this nonsense and then if you're doing that you're you're racking the loyalty yeah, points it's, up. <laughs> it's like a giant social experiment can
1: we get the <laughs> riskiest gamblers to come to vegas
0: and exactly. lose their life savings <laughs> so and then there's definitely you can see kind of They have the bait out there for the whale, the mobile gaming whale, you know, which is like, hey, you run out of chips, you can spend $99 and get like 40,000 chips. (laughs) Then you can play as much blackjack as you want on your phone. It's like, no, that's that's sneaky. And I see what you're trying to do. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, but yeah, playing those, having a good time. You guys want to hop into the news? Sure. I think so. I think you're supposed to say the news. Oh, the news. (laughs)
1: News, <laughs> Mike. Would you like to also partake? Uh, no, I'm good.
2: Uh, but are you sure? listen to how
1: fun it is. The
2: news doesn't that sound fun? No, I, I had a blast just listening to it. Um,
0: it's all you. I think I think Mike's gonna take a pass on that one. Oh, but, um, okay. So in the news, mm-hmm. we have um, a few items. Um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate came out. It looks good. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, a lot of review reviewers are saying it's the best one since uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Boats, Boats, Boats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, and that's in that's with no boats, too, Oh, my. So that's the crazy thing.
1: Now, dare I say it, okay, I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Boats, Boats, Boats. This, mm-hmm. The setting of this new Assassin's Creed is way more interesting to me than... Okay. Than Industrial that's, Revolution. That's yeah. totally fair. Yeah. So I I am very, very close to picking it up. So.
0: Yeah, I was, I was pretty tempted um, the other night. I was uh, browsing the PSN store. I, I ended up going with the Drake collection just because... How can uh, you not? Had, well, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I got to play that Uncharted 4 multiplayer beta. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, that's what I, I mean. Just, How can you not get the Uncharted collection? Like, if it's and, between those two, definitely Uncharted, I Yeah, see.
0: and those three games are so good. So I, I, know, I know what I'm getting. So, three for one.
1: Um, three for one. There you go. Well, actually, kind of four for one, sort of. Sort of, kind of.
0: But it's kind of crazy, like, um, Ubisoft managed to figure out how to animate a female character.
1: I know, after, <laughs> they, they I mean, they said it. it was so hard last <laughs> they year. They said it
0: was impossible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mind-boggling. I mean, it turns out they're just kind of bipeds also, and...
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? That's, it's insane.
1: Yeah, women it's don't insane. have, like, a third leg or anything weird like that, so... It's impossible to animate. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, uh, next, um, oh, wait, have, wait. Uh, speaking of, uh, the Uncharted oh, yeah. 4 multiplayer though, they kind of yes. showed a little bit of that, didn't they?
0: Yes, they did. And that, that beta that we touched on is, uh, going to be from December 4th through the 13th. So you got to pick up that, uh, Nathan Drake collection, get in on that. Then you join the super best friends, video game Sleepover PS4 group. That's right. community, mm-hmm. And then we all play together. And and we all play time. together.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, I- I'll
0: be there. That's for sure. Oh Yeah for sheezy as they say (laughs) on the streets
1: they do say that sometimes i have heard that
0: (laughs) when i have been on the street so so uh, microsoft (laughs) will officially release its revamped dashboard for the xbox one and xbox 360 backward compatibility for its current console on november 12th yeah
1: what are your feelings i am pretty excited about this um it makes me very curious to see what ps4 is going to do like if if xbox one sells a lot this winter um and like they're just making sales left and right halo 5 sells like gangbusters um if they have a good year sony is going to have to do something they're going to have to uh, and and so here's the funny thing they just had a uh, a poll that they sent out i don't know who they sent this to but to, v- to some uh ps4 owners I- i'm assuming it's people that have registered with some sort of sony forum or something i don't know oh, okay. yeah. but they they put out a poll and one of the questions was would you be interested in playing ps1 and ps2 games on your ps4 so uh, you know it could be for their their streaming service um but it could also be like maybe they have maybe they're working on an emulator and that emulator would possibly be able to play ps1 and ps2 games that'd be yeah. pretty cool so that would be cool so yeah, yeah but anyway the the new um the new update actually looks uh really pretty like I'm that's one of my biggest uh complaints about the uh xbox one interface right now um like it's kind of uh it's kind of um Ugly. <laughs> Basically, oh, okay. like, I was trying to yeah. say it nicer than that, but um it's kind of ugly. So this new interface looks a lot slicker, and uh, yeah, so, it does
2: look really yeah, good. I'm pretty excited. So, Mike, how about so, you? You
1: really, really excited about all this stuff?
2: Uh I couldn't care less about the Xbox <laughs> interface because I'm an Xbox. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fantastic. Uh, the backwards compatibility <laughs> thing, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a cool feature. Um I don't know how much that matters now because at release. I really would have cared. I really would like been nice to carry my library over. But at this point, if like, even if Sony was like, "All right, cool," like, starting in year three of your PlayStation Four, you can start playing your PS3 games. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna, not gonna do that at this point. Yeah,
0: I, I really would have cared to uh, before I bought another PS3. (laughs) Yeah, because once my PS3 died, and if I had been able to go to the PS4 and play all my PS3 games, like, yeah, that's sweet. But no, they, they got me for another (laughs) couple hundred bucks. So,
1: um, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny, um uh the i i feel like this actually is a good time to introduce backwards compatibility because all of the early adopters were like i'm getting one i'm getting one right now and then all the people that are like holding (laughs) back well what about all my xbox 360 games i don't want to leave them behind and i would love to trade in my system to get a little money off my console oh now i don't have to worry about any of that and i'll get my console and it's a little cheaper now and so i feel like it might be a good time to introduce that feature um for those stalwarts but also uh games that are emulated um actually tend to run better from what i hear of people in the beta like uh oh, that's cool higher frame rates and you know maybe sometimes higher resolutions um so so yeah i i think that all all around this is going to be a pretty cool and also that mass effect i'm actually i would love to play mass effect again Here's, and now i can Yeah.
2: That is one good feature, because with EA saying that they don't want to remaster their stuff, I'm like, ah, oh, crud. I'm going to have to keep my PS3 around to play Mass Effect over again. Yeah. yeah. And, and the
1: first Mass Effect is one of the confirmed titles that will be uh, uh, emulatable, if that's a yeah. word. <laughs> mm, yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. So, mm,
2: it's the worst mm, Mass Effect, mm. but...
1: Well, it is, but it's it's lots of world building, and I <laughs> no, love...
2: No, no, no in, in saying it's the worst, it's still a good game, but... Yeah. Um, that's the one mass effect I don't want to play again. I cannot spend any more time in the Mako, like <laughs> cruising generic yeah, planets. Yeah, that was like <laughs> that I can't was do it. Rough.
0: Yeah, I remember in Mass Effect 2 I definitely got addicted to the planet mining, which at oh, first man. was a total drag. And I was like, yeah, I do not want to do this. And then pretty soon I was like, I got to I got to mine every last planet, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I can but I don't yeah, I don't want to definitely go and cruise around in a tank on a barren looking planet with horrible
1: controls yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so paris games week just wrapped up if we're if we're in our future i guess in the future future selves selves are saying this right last week and halloween was great guys halloween was off
1: the chain (laughs) oh was that john ralphio (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so um but yeah so it just wrapped up um but really all we've seen so far is uh, the sony conference from today so Hmm. um yeah so i wanted to just quickly we're going to actually talk about Paris games week quite a bit um but i wanted to touch on these three items um as part of the news so one of them being just gushing over the new star wars battlefront trailer oh, it, it looks so good it, it's a balls. it looks so good <laughs> i want
1: to i want to I wanna live on endor right now let's let's well, just
0: go hang out there like i hadn't seen anything but like the endor screenshots that they had you know shown you know what last year at some point uh-huh um and i remember seeing that video you know it's down on the forest floor and everything i'm like oh that looks incredible and then they jet packed up to the the like the upper wooden walkways and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, oh my gosh, it looks so good. Yeah, it yeah, looks amazing. So, yeah, I, I can't wait for that. And then uh, next, I wanted to touch on the fact that Dalzim has a beard now.
2: Yeah, beard's is very right now. I, I didn't actually that. see that.
0: Yeah, it's very, he's very trendy for a so,
2: man. He looks more distinguished, I'd say, than trendy. <laughs> he's it's kind of an old manish beard.
1: So, so basically, are they just going to end up giving every single Street Fighter character a beard? Because we've seen Hot Ryu, we've he's seen
0: hot. Yeah, this is Hot Dalson, and it then Hot, hot
1: Dalson. So, are we going to have like Hot Chun Li with with her beard and like
2: Hot, <laughs> I should, hot Cammy? I should hope so. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. I'd pay so for that DLC.
0: <laughs> the bearded lady skin, for, yeah, <laughs> for Cammy. Why
1: not? I mean, have you guys have you guys heard of Lady Beard? yes yeah i mean he he's rocking the beard and and women's clothing i think it's a good look so i think uh,
0: I, I i think it's cool too they announced uh for street, street fighter 5 that uh you'll be able to unlock those six hidden characters or whatever with in-game currency so you don't have to buy them necessarily you just have to play the game yep get some bucks some street fighting bucks i think they're called some some of those street fighting bucks <laughs> and street get fighters some...
2: that's coming out in february so yes that's gonna be real good oh yeah i'm excited that
0: that one's coming soon mike you can school me on it yeah oh definitely Um, it'll be good i i only know how to use canon ryu and (laughs) even then you probably don't know
2: how to use them anymore so no No, not very well
0: (laughs) i i well i should clarify i know how to use canon ryu in street fighter 2 and maybe street fighter 2 turbo and maybe super street fighter 2 a little bit so those nine Street Fighter Two games, I'm pretty good at, <laughs> as long as I use Ken or Ryu. <laughs> so um, the last one I want to touch on from Paris Games Week, as part of the news here, is uh, the No Man's Sky trailer and release window. So yeah. did you get see that one?
1: Yeah, I guess they're not making their uh, 2015 promise, but that's okay. No.
0: Yeah, so I it mean, should be out it's right around my, Yeah, it should be out right around my birthday though in uh, June oh, of yeah. 2016.
1: Tra- Happy birthday to you exactly <laughs> in the future exactly.
0: that's that's why they chose that date yeah I don't know if it, so me, me and hello games were pretty tight
1: yeah Do you, guys, you and sean though? murray guys hang think, out
2: all the time yeah, yeah, yeah you guys think is there any chance that this game comes out all the way in june now and does not support playstation vr oh man
0: oh. Now, the, the interesting thing is they didn't talk about it with vr they didn't
2: but it, that seems very strange that you know We've been getting all these kind of, uh, gameplay demos, demos of it since like E3. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now like all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, it'll be out the, you know, the end of, I guess, is it the end of first or that's like second quarter? Yeah. End of second quarter. It's end of second quarter. Yeah. yeah. That's really far away. Yeah. I don't but, know. I know. feel
1: like if no man's sky was going to have VR support, they would be like trumping that like guys, here's our killer app for VR, you know, like. Yeah. Definitely. I I don't think that they would surprise us with VR. I think that'd be silly. Maybe maybe there'll be like a VR patch in the future, but um I suspect yeah, that that game what it what it's doing is just too um I I just feel like it might be too much uh, almost already for the PS4 that maybe VR would just make it you know, you know what I mean? Like it seems like a very intense game like when I when I'm looking at it things are like drawing in at a yeah. fairly close distance already.
0: It's that, true, yeah. It's all being generated within like viewable distance. Yeah, yeah I think it, it, maybe it's because they're using bajillions of voxels. You know? Oh yeah, maybe. no, definitely. I,
1: and and it looks great. Don't, I'm not like bashing it, but no, I'm just no. saying I, having just to render kind of, that view twice would be even crazier
0: yeah. on the hardware.
2: So well, sure. yeah. I don't know. I guess my concern is the more the more I see of that game, the more I'm not confident it has like long lasting appeal. Yeah,
1: it, like that's actually when I was watching the trailer, I was like thinking to myself. Yeah, this looks like it'd be cool for about 15 minutes, you know, yeah. and then... Uh, but I could definitely, I
2: I definitely see that game in VR being like an experience, you know? Yeah. No, but what I hear from people who have played
0: it is that it it does have that Minecraft-ish hook where you get sucked into that gameplay loop of gathering resources and upgrading and then progressing closer to the center of the galaxy. And the more you do that, the more, you know, you get closer to that kind of mystery like you remember remember when you were playing mist back in the day let's let's it all comes back to mist <laughs> that's sure, right all roads all roads point back to mist exactly exactly you remember playing mist back in the day you have no idea what this game is about but there's a mystery to it and you're like i i'm so curious i have to find out what's going on like cuz they give you so little explanation the same thing for games like journey or limbo um where you're just you don't really know you're just plopped into this world and you it's that's the motivation is to find out what is this and what am i doing that's so, fair i kind I of
2: think, i kind of hoping if that's the case i won't really see any more of this game until june then because yeah that's like getting, and that's i'm getting tired of seeing it because if that's the case like oh yeah. we, we don't want to show you too much because this game is about discovery but we're yeah. gonna be at every single trade show basically showing you and it all looks really
1: similar like sometimes yeah. they show like one more tiny little aspect of the game yeah um but yeah, I I I'm sure they're capable of of giving like I need like missions or quests or something. I need something to, exactly, no, like right drive you. me. You know what I and mean? If, like
2: and if I don't have that, then I would be like, well, then I need something else that's going to really draw me into it, like like a VR experience or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't. Know, we'll I guess yeah, so.
1: I I would put No Man's sure Sky. Game. Yeah, I'm putting it in the category of I'm very excited about it, but I'm also a little bit nervous about it. You yeah, know,
2: like no, I get that category. Yeah.
1: It could be great, but it could also be like, "Oh man, I'm done playing this, and it's only been a half hour." You know,
2: like <laughs> that would be real yeah, terrible.
0: I'm, I'm really curious how they're going to price it as well. Like, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to. They're probably going to go for a little bit lower price point than the sixty dollar mark. I would guess. You think so? I would. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I would say they probably price it around forty bucks.
2: Huh. I will be shocked if that's the case. Honestly. Uh, me too. I feel like they've given this thing way too much press to not give it like just a full retail release. Yeah they're sensing
1: yeah. the excitement for it and they're pitching it even though it's not they're pitching it like a triple a game so i would be very surprised yeah. if and, they don't and
2: they went as far as to, to announce that it's console exclusive now yeah 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 like, which so we, we kind of knew but like it was like an yeah. official word
0: right right so and you know it'll come to pc at some point but mm-hmm.
2: i don't know still
0: so i think if you don't look me at, wrong that would be look, awesome they're they're positioning this thing to be like space Minecraft, okay? So if you think about Minecraft, it's always been priced lower. I think twenty dollars, right? I mean, I don't know if it's ever been much more than that. Yeah,
1: no, that's true. It is. It, it's always been twenty bucks. Um, I think it might be more than that on uh, the Microsoft Store, though, if I'm not mistaken. No. I'll check really quick. Let's let's keep talking about this, but
0: okay, yeah. So I, that's why I th- that's why I'd say I think it's going to be downloadable. I I don't maybe they have a retail release. I don't know if that's already been detailed, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going for 60 bucks. And so <laughs> I think that'll help too. Like as far as just a, a simple and different kind of a game, you know, um, that yeah. may, maybe sucks you in. No, yeah, I, and I had I hadn't loop. considered
2: lower price point. That would definitely help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I can get this thing for 20 bucks, like I'm way more tempted, you know, Than if it's $60, it's like, okay, you got to really sell me on this thing, mm-hmm. you know? So that's a wait and see for me. Um, but you know, I'm I'm still I'm cautiously optimistic. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Minecraft, did you see that Boundless game? It's like it's yeah. like another Minecraft kind of wannabe. Like the, I yeah. was getting a huge Minecraft. No, absolutely. Which is so, which
2: is kind of funny because there's also uh, what, what's that uh, the other game that's coming out from PlayStation that's like that. Um, what? Oh, Children of uh, <laughs> something something children I, of, the corn?
1: of the corn probably uh, not oh by the way i, I looked up minecraft and <laughs> the it's tomorrow, children. It's tomorrow
2: children thank you thank oh, you yeah, yeah, tomorrow yeah. Children. i haven't even heard that's of that supposed to be kind of like minecraft-ish i think so huh. oh yeah we get a yeah, lot yeah, of that's, that right now that's
0: the one that has kind of like the cold war imagery right? yeah 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 so oh you're saying it's 10 bucks on microsoft yeah
1: store? i i believe the beta for uh minecraft for windows 10 version of minecraft is uh 10 bucks So,
3: so So, yeah, it's still pretty true.
0: Yeah. So anyway, let's let's hop into those tweets. Okay, tweet tweets time, man. We are just flying through this episode. Flying through it. (laughs) We're keeping on task. So, Axia Magical. He writes in. All right. He says which November 10th release are you most looking forward to? Tomb Raider or Fallout?
2: Ooh. Fallout, hands down, Fallout.
1: Yeah, it's got to be Fallout uh because I feel like I just played a Tomb Raider game cuz that, you know, the remastered edition came out. Um and also I've never played a Fallout, so it's like going to be a brand new thing for me. So, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm actually um I'm I'm on the other side of the fence here. I oh, think Oh really? I may be getting an Xbox One Tomb Raider uh, bundle. Ooh, here pretty soon. So hey, that's exciting times. That being the case, there is also a Fallout bundle. But I'm I don't know. I just I'm more I'm more an adventure action adventure kind of guy. So I don't know. I like I like Fallout Three a lot, mm, but it's one of those yeah. games that I, that I played for a while and I had a great time and then I put it away. Like I I never got a hundred percent into it like a lot of people did so. no
2: I, I remember letting i remember letting you do that game uh yeah, yeah after i had beaten it just so you can kind of get a taste of it and see if you wanted to buy it mm-hmm. and you got it back to me like within a week and you're like i already dumped like a bunch of hours into this and you need to take it away from me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'll, i'm gonna lose my existence into this game and now this was yeah. even this was even bigger more robust and yeah. more customizable. So yeah, and I that's guess I'm the thing, not super like, shocked to hear that. I already I already have one game that
0: I will probably never finish and that's The Witcher 3 mm. and it's like I'm going to play it and play it off and on but I you know, it's like I want to play other games too. So uh like right now I'm playing the Uncharted games and then I'll probably double back to The Witcher and you know, so it's there's uh there's definitely that piece of it too. Like I don't need another forever game on top of that one right yeah, now. Yeah. So. And
1: and if there's one thing I know about you, you're not a one game at a time kind of guy. Like nah. uh like kind of how Destiny has like overwhelmed my gaming time. Um, yeah, you yeah. you
2: don't like that, so yeah, I like Adam to mix not it, a yeah. not a monogamous gamer. That's right, that's right. He <laughs> likes to game around. He's kind of a party gamer. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to <the> game around.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm eyeballing those Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, Xbox One bundles because they I I I have this sneaking suspicion that we're going to see a 350 price point on one of those oh. this holiday. So that would be sweet. Right now they're 3.99, but. I just feel like when we get close to Black Friday, we're probably gonna see that thing <laughs> for three fifty. So
1: by the way, is it bad that whenever I hear three fifty, I think of uh is it Chef's parents giving the Loch Ness Monster three fifty, but that's not how they say it. <laughs> three fifty <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: good times. Time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so next the next question comes from our good pal Jeremy. All right. Uh he says, Rebel Galaxy, anyone heard of or played it? I'm really digging it, and the soundtrack is friggin' radtacular.
1: I have no, not I've heard never of it at all. all.
0: <laughs> you stumped me. I know, I, I was thinking, maybe one of these guys have heard of this? Rebel, Rebel Galaxy. Galaxy. Oh, no, it's, it's you know, a the, Steam game.
2: The name sounds familiar, but uh, it sounds like it's, a Star Wars game. It, I think I it it's, a P, it's a PC game, right? Yeah, it's yeah. on Steam. Yeah, it's probably. Good. Oh, um,
1: it might be that game that people are talking about as being... Uh, basically Firefly. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I pulled it up on, that on the Steam Store real
2: quick. Rebel Galaxy is a swashbuckling space adventure. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Action-packed combat, exploration, discovery, trade, and quotations negotiations <laughs> oh, with outlandish <laughs> denizens at the edge of the known universe. <laughs> okay so yeah, i'm more that's, of an I did, unknown universe kind of guy so th- i'm gonna pass on this one but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so i i definitely did read a little story about i think it was kotaku or um polygon talking about how yeah they were comparing it to firefly and uh, really liking it so yeah i'm i'm intrigued i'm intrigued jeremy you'll have to report back and let us know what you think if, as you get further in
1: yeah i mean i'm watching this trailer right now it looks pretty cool um i although all i'm seeing the only kind of gameplay i'm seeing is space combat so it might it might just be space combat i don't know i it's hard to say what kind of game this is just from this trailer okay
0: but i like space combat it's fast it's
1: fascinating i don't know exactly what's happening but
0: it's cool so friend of the show logan writes question oh sorry that was a lie (laughs) he says topic he says question (laughs) <laughs> he says question question oh no that was a lie that's a very interesting
2: disappointed.
0: tweet disappointed <laughs> um so he says topic is halo one of those games that's time has come and gone not oh, if how many david. times
1: are we gonna ask this
0: question oh man oh man <laughs> you know logan you 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 hurt david you no, I'm got not hurt. Sting. that one stings i'm not hurt here's the thing
1: there are so many <laughs> other games that time has come and gone and now we're back and we'll never right. go away like, like
2: mario zelda no no
1: <laughs> like
2: smash brothers basically every game that's released uh. <laughs> yearly
1: after like after like 3 or 4 years of a yearly game that game's time is gone and like that that's that happened with assassin's creed mm-hmm. to me yeah. it happened with call of duty like i loved assassin's creed i loved call of duty but then i played too many of them but with halo there's like A good at least three or four years in between every game usually more than that and so it it, it's not it's not often enough for it to to like overwhelm me like actually you Mm. know a a weird little parallel Um, I'm really like I'm super duper excited about the force awakens coming out in December Mm -hmm. Um, however I'm also a little bit nervous Uh, and right now I'm super excited because I haven't played I haven't watched I'm sorry you don't play Star Wars movies I haven't watched (laughs) a Star Wars movie (laughs) Uh, a new one for like over 10 years now. Maybe it like 15 years since uh, episode three. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah.
0: Something like that. So a funny little story on that. Um, My, my little boy, he's nine and he's been living in my house where we deny the existence of the prequel trilogy. (laughs) Right. right, Yeah. And uh, so he had his stupid friend over. Oh no, um, not a stupid friend. His stupid friend. Stupid friends are the worst. (laughs) His stupid friend says, (laughs) yeah i've seen all six star wars movies and i'm my sure boy he said just at, like that too yeah <laughs> my boy my boy looks over at me and he's like there's wait, wait, wait there's six star wars oh, movies oh no <laughs> and i was like the jig is up you've been, no. caught, <laughs> you've been caught lying
1: to your son about santa
0: <laughs> no i didn't i never told him that there were only three i just neglected to ever mention that there were more than three so are you gonna let him see them if he wants to not under my roof. Oh, that is Not so sad.
1: Not under my roof. You should let him have
2: the option. <laughs> let him decide how he feels. I feel like you're doing your doing job as a parent to protect your kids from bad things. <laughs> it's true.
1: Gosh. It's true. Uh, anyway. Anyway, back to what I was saying about
0: Star Wars. If there Wars. was a creepy dude with a Chester mustache on my on my street here, I wouldn't go. Hey, why don't you go in there and play with them and see <laughs> see what's going on? So you're have comparing a good time. the Star Wars prequels. I'll give you the option.
1: You're comparing you the Star Wars prequels fun. to a creepy dude on your in your neighborhood. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's apt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. After what George uh, Lucas did to all of our childhoods, uh, I yes.
1: Yeah. All right. Whatever. I like those movies, so, uh, you know, whatever. Anyways, uh, back to what I was saying. So I'm super excited about The Force Awakens coming out. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, But I also know that next year there's going to be another Star Wars movie. And the year after that, there's going <sighs> to the be another Star Wars movie. And the year after that, there's going to be another Star Wars. So I'm really excited about it now, but without the time... To miss it i feel like it might overstay its welcome again and so that's the thing about halo is
2: oh my gosh there, with all the star wars talk we just did i completely forgot what the original question was. yeah yeah, yeah. so that's <laughs> i'm getting
1: back to it now okay so with halo there have been you know a good number of years in between each in each one to like start to miss it a little bit okay. so i feel like it had personally i feel like it hasn't overstayed its welcome i feel like there's plenty that universe is so large i mean they could tell stories in it forever but I don't want them to do it every year, you know? And yeah. So, yeah. so,
0: well, and the, I think, I guess the counterpoint to that would be if they did it right every year, it could still be good. Like, I, I don't think Halo's outstate its welcome just because like, just to go back to the movie analogy, you know, Disney is going to be putting out a Star Wars, you know, every, probably every, you know, five minutes after this one. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they've also been doing that with the Marvel partnership, putting out, you know, two or three superhero movies a year. And I've got, I've definitely gotten superhero movie fatigue a couple of times. Yeah. But if you go and you watch these movies, they're all solid. They're all yeah, pretty, they're pretty great. You the know? second Avengers so, was
1: more of an okay movie than a, like a great movie. But
0: yeah. 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 So, I mean, and even, like, you mentioned Assassin's Creed, like, souring on that. I, I feel like that that franchise, you, you don't need to play every last one of them. You can just kind of hop in and out of the ones that you think look cool, and, and I don't feel like you're missing out on much.
1: Well, you are missing um, out on the overarching story, which has gotten a little out oh of gosh. hand at this
2: point. Which nobody oh, no, no, cares no. Yeah. about. That story, since Assassin's <laughs> Creed 2 has been garbage. Like, the overarching story I love Assassin's Creed
1: one. You are crazy. Assassin's Creed 2 one.
2: That don't one, no that, that I was more
1: interested in actually Enzio's, what was happening Enzio's in the story, in modern times. No,
2: you, oh gosh, you're the worst. No wonder you love the prequels. It is you are the worst. <laughs> that story. Hey, you know, I love you too, Mike. Are you are you are you telling me that you got okay? Here's okay, this game's old spoilers for the end of of Assassin's Creed Two. Plug <laughs> yeah. your ears if, if you want me to ruin this for you. And I, yes. I don't want to get super detailed here, but like you got to the end of of Assassin's Creed Two and met past future space people. <laughs> that, like, could... That were God. That could predict this reoccurring calamity and warn you generations advance by name, but couldn't even prevent the calamity for themselves. Like, <laughs> no, this is dumb. This is so I saw dumb. It as a,
1: I saw it as, like, an interstellar kind of thing where they could only influence, but they couldn't directly, like, change. Oh, my gosh. This is, <laughs> I can't even believe hey, we're you know, having this not conversation. Not everyone's brain works on the level of mine, so, you know, I don't... <laughs> yeah okay.
2: elementary, Michael. So, <laughs> so the pure power of deduction. <laughs> that aside, I guess back to the original question, which we've been on for a while now. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm, I'm over Halo. i d I couldn't care less. I could not. <laughs> did you not ever care less. like Halo in the beginning? No, I did I I, I liked the first Halo. Um I really like Halo 2 i, huh. I kind of got partway through halo 3 and i was kind of like yeah i'm not really feeling this right now wow that and then was the I, best one. i have never been intrigued to come back to it just that's mm. crazy no yeah and maybe i don't know maybe it's because and this is not i'm not trying to bash halo here maybe i'm not finding connection to it because it's like just this faceless man suit that you follow around that everyone calls master chief <laughs> guy doesn't even have a name I see, um, I
1: saw him as myself I, I felt well, like they he wore the underdeveloped suit for that this commercial, so commercial, so of that... course you did but
2: <laughs> the rest of us don't own the suit David, we
1: can't do yeah. that hey, full disclaimer, right. I had almost nothing to do with those commercials, I just composited a few of the shots, anyway, right. the music was great <laughs> no no, composited, not composed oh my gosh Oh, Mike. someone gave Mike
0: some salt tonight, He is he is So David Kern writes in, he says, regarding an early recording, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I noticed that Twitter had separate accounts for PlayStation, PlayStation Europe, PlayStation Australia. Uh, I made the mistake of following them all and noticed that some PlayStation store offerings were different in these locations. This is true. Why? Why exactly is that? Rant from not getting what I want over. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess part of that. Especially like the PlayStation Plus stuff, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, they have different offerings. Although PlayStation Plus stuff seems like it's pretty similar most of the time.
0: Europe sometimes gets awesome stuff when we're when we're getting kind of like okay stuff in, in yeah. North America.
2: I, I think you got to faction the different tastes for like what sells in those markets. Mm-hmm. Like it, you'll notice a lot of the things we get for PlayStation Plus are things that that are good sellers, but maybe they were good sellers on PC a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. or um, they're games that you know like Rocket League. Rocket League is a yeah. great example of a game that if it had just come out, might have just gone under their everyone's radar because yeah, like who totally. knows what this is, mm-hmm. but by putting it PlayStation plus a bunch of people played it and therefore they went on to sell like millions of copies of that game after the fact. Yeah. Um, and then
1: they went on to add a DeLorean for like five bucks. I know. And, uh, I, w- I, I can't even imagine how much money they made off of that. I, I'm sure
2: they did. I, I actually was planned to Platinum with that, but I don't know now because I don't want to pay for it. But <laughs> What did you th- You thought it was going to be free? <sighs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: another reason why they're different in different territories is because uh, some of these games are actually published by different people in the different Oh, you know, that's very true. Very true. So those deals are, you know case by case you know they make these deals with the publishers and say or the if it's an indie you know with the studio and and basically say uh, you know here's x amount of dollars it's all undisclosed they never have gone on record with what they typically pay people but um but yeah i mean they they say here's x amount of dollars for your game to be free for one month and it's kind of like you know Depending on the sales numbers in that territory depend, even if it is published by the same company worldwide, you know it's it's entirely possible that it's still selling okay in Europe, so they're not gonna do it there or it's still selling okay in America, and so they wouldn't do it there, so you know that 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 definitely plays into it but and then uh David also has a second question oh he snuck in oh oh he my, s- He snuck sneaked in. a second oh, sneaky in. guy <laughs> he's very sneaky. <laughs> Um, he says, who has offered the best release date content and DLC to date? So, who got it right so they can be our measuring stick?
2: Okay, so we know Arkham Knight didn't get it right. Wait,
1: what, no. wait, uh, wait. Can you repeat the question? I didn't fully understand the wording. Like, who oh, got okay. day He's... one DLC right? Or just... Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, who has offered the best release date content? So, the stuff that's out on day one. Sure. Okay. You know, and DLC. So, you know, we can take that as being kind of a package deal. Yeah i kind you know, of for feel the season past folks and i you know. feel
2: like the witcher really nailed it with that one like you got you got a great solid game right out of the gate mm-hmm. you got like and it had yeah it had like 16 yeah, a, pieces of free dlc free dlc right? and, and yeah they were minor things like here's some costume updates for different characters or here's like yeah. a couple of different quests that you know will give you some some gear nothing huge but it was 16 pieces and was all free and then when they finally released, like, oh, here's another thing that's like straight up like ten hours of story content. Yeah, and and even more side stuff beyond that, and it's only ten bucks. Yeah, and it's that's like amazing. It's, they're just firing they on are, all cylinders for that game. It's
0: they're really good. What great yeah, content. And on top of that, they're giving out these free eight, nine, ten gig patches of just bug fixes all the time. <laughs> those are huge bug fixes by the way they're enormous i just i don't mind because it's such a huge game and it's i i understand that there there's a lot that can go wrong in that size of a game so but at the same time it is funny when it's like what where's all my playstation space like 100
1: gigabytes alone is just the witcher
0: (laughs) so yeah it's crazy but yeah i'd say i'd say CD project red is doing it really well yeah and that even if they they respect the the consumer a lot and I don't know if it's that comes from a place of the Witcher 3 is kind of their first really really high uh hype kind of game you know like it was winning game of the show here and there for like a year and a half before it came out but when i first when i bought it and i opened it up there's like so much stuff in there There there's like a map and um there's like this card that says thank you so much for buying our game and all this you know it's like man that's that's really cool you don't see that a lot yeah it's true yeah usually like physical releases are like an afterthought
1: now like here here's a little piece of paper with some black and white pictures on it you know, like yeah. when you buy a physical <laughs> copy now. So, and actually, yeah. I I haven't played The Witcher three, but I would probably have to pick that one too because I mean, just hearing about all the stuff that's there, I mean, it seems great. Um, so yeah, I can't I can't think of any other game that's like had that much content, um, for free and then yeah, then crazy that huge DLC. You know, like maybe Mass Effect two. I don't know. They had some great DLC. So yeah, I don't know, and and that game was just huge. So I don't know. Yeah, I, Mass
0: Effect Two also, and we've talked about that in the past, like some of our favorite DLCs. Yeah, um, on previous episodes, but yeah, I remember just that story that we we talked about a little bit, where uh, you know when I first played Mass Effect Two, I had all the DLC or not all of it, but I had a chunk of the DLC, and I didn't realize it was even additional because it yeah. was so good and it felt so ingrained in the yeah, rest of the game like the so.
2: whole the whole shadow broker dlc yeah like, so the shadow broker phenomenal. Part. yeah
0: i had no clue that, that wasn't just a regular mission in the game in this in the campaign so <laughs> until after yeah, yeah exactly so. all right so last twitter question comes from just Justilla, you know about just oh i know mike? all about just mike have you heard of just uh yeah I have okay. so so justilla writes in oh and by the way that sweetheart of a man justilla <laughs> he he just he wrote kind of this is off the record but I'm putting it on the record now oh he he was just asking like hey you know you know he saw that we had t-shirts and stuff now on cafepresscom S B F E G S. and uh, nice and he was there. he was asking like how you know how you guys make a lot of money off the t-shirts? Like which one do you make the most off of? Cause I want to support the podcast. And I was like, that <laughs> is, I was like, that's really cool. Really but cool. what's the, but answer? those, but the, I mean the shirts and, and hoodies and stuff, really, they just exist if people want to have them just so they can have them. But we, we make like a pittance off of them. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. So he was like, when he found that out, he was like, oh, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get a shirt and a hoodie and use your audible code. It <laughs> was pretty Aww. awesome. So yeah, the audible code, if you want to support the show and you are feeling like Mr. Just Illa, where you want to give us the, the most bang for your buck, that actually the free thing, the free thing you can do is actually the thing that supports the show the most, which is the audible trial. So anyway, but, um, but yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Just thank Illa. you very much. It was very sweet. Yeah. So anyway, but his, his question is, um worst video game worst video game related purchase you guys have ever made and then in parentheses in parentheses he says besides destiny hey now (laughs) Uh, hey now oh man he is earning those dollar signs on his name (laughs) so what do you think what's the worst and it doesn't have to be a game it's worst video game related purchase
1: oh that's a really Um. good question
0: I guess it would be my back, my whole back tattoo of Dante from the remastered DMC.
1: <laughs> you were so excited that Ninja
2: Theory was making it. Oh, man. You just knew
0: you were going to love him. That's the one right there.
2: So <laughs> uh, here's the thing. when it When it comes to these type of questions, usually Adam gives us a heads up like, hey, this is this is coming down the pipeline. Hey, why don't you think about this for, for five yeah, minutes exactly. before we do the show? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, sure didn't have yeah, time sure to do that this time. time. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, these are all
0: shock to the system questions yeah. here.
1: Oh man, this is a tough one. Um, yeah. Probably, okay, so back when, um, back when, uh, what was it called? Um, the Humble Indie Bundles first started, um, which basically, if you don't know what it is, or what it was, it's not really like this anymore, but... Back when Humble Indie Bundle started, it was a website where like once every like three or four months they would do like this bundle with like five indie games and then they would just throw more and more indie games on. You could pay whatever you wanted, which meant you could pay $1 and unlock every game that eventually got unlocked uh, and they would give some proceeds to charity. So if you gave $1, maybe they'd give you a give, you know, you could you could tell them give 99 cents to charity and you take one penny, you know, like it it was, it was absurd, but uh, you know, because I thought it was cool and it was sort of a good cause. You could pick what charity your money went to. You know, I I paid like, I gave them like 20 bucks, maybe every bundle or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, However, they only added to my steam backlog of games that I will never play. You know, like I have like over (laughs) 300 games on there now that I will never (laughs) ever play. So There's way too many. So and I probably maybe played two of the games of like I bought like ten of those packs and I I've played two of them. So
0: <laughs> they're a hundred dollars each. These games. <laughs> no, no, they, they were well, like if you pay, if you paid two hundred dollars for all those bundles and played two of them. Oh yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I I just thinking about it as we, we were sitting here. Um, I think my worst video game related purchase would have to be the playstation 3 keypad attachment for oh, the controller they even made one of those so i okay i remember we we bought like you david and our buddy eric and i we all bought little big planet right around the same time oh yeah and we were playing it having a great time there was nothing better than co-oping that game it was mm-hmm. so much fun but at the time when i bought it um the, when it launched when the game launched there was no voice chat at all oh yeah um, that's right And so we were sitting there typing little messages to each other in the miserable typing interface that the PS3 had. I I actually had
1: a Bluetooth keyboard that I was using, like, that I paired to my PS3.
0: See, I didn't have anything like that. And I was just like, well, you know, I'll just buy the little, you know, keypad thing. It was like 50 bucks, though, you know? So I bought this thing. I could have bought another game, but I bought this stupid (laughs) keypad. And I used it for about a week and then they patched the game with voice chat. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> it's too late to take it back to GameStop. Oh. And I never, I don't think I ever used it again outside of like messing around with using it on a PC because you could use it as a trackpad <laughs> too, uh, for like a wireless trackpad for a PC. So, but yeah, that was the worst for me. Yeah.
1: So, so that was like when you started your curse of buying things that became, you know, free or irrelevant Really, <laughs> you know, like, because now every time you buy a game, it's it's next the next month it's the free game. So, it's so true. That's yeah, very true.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just take one for the team. So. Uh, I'm, I feel like I feel like Mike, uh every everyone's gone to the rapture is probably free next month because you bought it. Yes, that's fair. But you know, to be fair, I bought it
2: during the flash sale, so I paid eight bucks for it. Oh yeah, that's a really good deal for that game. Yeah. So and that's that game's awesome. real good. Uh I can't honestly I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm sure I've bought some really crummy gaming peripheral at some point um <laughs> i have very few like game related uh really bad purchases though because i did work in games retail when i was younger and so i got a lot of free stuff that uh oh. I got to play a lot of games for free during that time so yeah, I had to that's buy that's cool much. and by the time i kind of left that was like i was going to college and uh after college you know i had like a family um so i i had to be like really frugal with all my gaming money after that and so I wasn't making any bizarre purchases that I can think of off the top of yeah. my head so I'm sure there's like an awful controller shoved in a drawer somewhere in this house though that's just the worst <laughs>
0: Yeah, so all right, let's go real quick. I'm going to blaze through the community question and then we we can comment on it after cuz right. uh, there are there are several here and we're already kind of running long. So <laughs> um, we were so, flying
1: and then we, we just
0: we we were doing well then Twitter questions <laughs> happened and next yeah. thing you know, Dave is talking like, Star Wars. <laughs> 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 yeah. So anyway, um the community question I put out today was um what's the most exciting thing you saw during Sony Sony's Paris Games Week conference? So, So uh, Philippe writes, I was bored, to be honest. Call of Duty, Star Wars, Gran Turismo, No Man's Sky, Street Fighter. Meh. But Horizon was cool. Um, John writes, I liked Quantic Dream's new game, Detroit. That intrigues me. But I'm most excited for Horizon Zero Dawn. Dino gear solid, please. (laughs) (laughs) Dustin Furman writes, overall, it was a bit of a drag. I'm worried that No Man's Sky June release date is too far. The hype won't last, he says. I agree. eh, I get that. Ruben says, what the heck is that? (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: I don't
0: think he knew about Chris, <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> so I answered him but anyway <laughs> um and then Mega Dad's blog writes nothing blew me away but Ratchet and Clank looks radical it is real pretty oh, I didn't yeah, even see it does. that it does look really good I played I actually played that in at a kiosk in uh, GameStop recently, oh. and that game is way prettier than it needs to be so it's <laughs> uh, it, that's gonna be awesome
1: they are very close to realizing it their dream of a uh, like in game Pixar movie
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely so um, all right what do you guys think
2: <laughs> well about? I'm pretty tired could use a sandwich <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i think he means what do you think about the uh paris games week
2: oh
0: oh yeah, got it yeah yeah <laughs> i want a sandwich yeah what do you think uh about you know what was the most exciting thing you saw i mean we're gonna get into more paris games Week right. um uh, in a little bit here but just kind of top of your head what was the coolest like trailer announcement i feel like it
2: that? has to be horizon right i mean that looks so good
0: it looks so good
2: yeah it does look really good i actually
1: haven't watched the gameplay for it yet but uh I mean, it's the it's the only new IP really. I mean, I guess there's a couple new IPs, nah, but yeah, there's some new stuff in there. It's one of the few big new IPs that they've got and it looks pretty unique, like unlike yeah, anything Yeah, it really else. does. So it it has to be. Although, yeah, I I think yeah, I think it's this one.
0: Sorry. I was thinking I, I for would, a second, but yeah. Yeah, I would say the um Detroit Become Human game is has me the most intrigued right now. And and we'll get into that in a little bit, but Anyway, I can audible okay audible okay. you guys oh no, audible yeah they're offering the listening the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook of their choice and a free thirty day trial membership just go to audibletrial.com dot com slash s b f v g s and choose from over one hundred and eighty thousand audio programs. download a title free, start listening it's fun and easy and good to do good
1: to do I'm so glad that became part of the official <laughs> uh, copy there it
0: did <laughs> <laughs> So I, I want to recommend our pal Ashley's pick again. She uh, recommended the audiobook of Reality is Broken by Jane McGonigal. This is the uh, book that explains the science behind why games are good for us. Uh, she alleges they make us happier, more creative, more resilient, and better able to yeah. lead others and in world-changing efforts.
1: She's right. I mean, science says so. so. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's science. So guys. everyone should play video games and nobody should look down on us for playing video
0: games even though
1: we're grown men. <laughs> that's what
0: i yeah. get from that <laughs> yeah exactly so you can check that out on audibletrial.com trial.com slash sbfvgs that's audible trial.com slash sbfvgs all right
2: topics gentlemen it's topics, topics time topic time it's time to go time. first well Adam, why don't we start with you? Because we're already kind of talking about Paris Games Week. Yeah, let's keep the Paris Games Week train in motion here. So, yeah, before good. you even get to your topic, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to finish a thought. Okay. We talked about what we thought the best thing we saw at Paris Games Week was. Mm-hmm. Can we talk real quickly about what the worst thing we saw was? <laughs> oh, wow. Because <laughs> um, I feel like I do. I feel like what came out of left field for me was the um, until dawn rush of blood did oh, you see yeah, that it's on rails yes like okay so here's Wait, this brand now? here's this brand <laughs> new ip we have called until dawn it's a story you know uh, a branching story choose your adventure you know horror game and it's a yeah, sleeper yeah. it's doing really well what would best complement this in the vr world i know a haunted house on rail shooter <laughs> house of the dead in <laughs> vr what yeah the- a really bizarre seems- use of that brand new ip's name like
0: it really is weird. You,
2: I mean, if you wanted, if you wanted to gauge, uh, you know, how caught, oh, how caught by surprise Sony was that until Dawn is a hit, look no further <laughs> yeah. than them reusing the name for this game. Yeah, wow. That it, is so it, that's weird. a
0: weird one. That's a weird one, but all right. So why don't we go ahead and double back around to, I'm, I'm basically going to highlight three things that kind of wowed me today. Um, and that is one, the Uncharted Four multiplayer that we yeah. saw. Yeah. Now that a lot of it a lot of what <laughs> Yeah Yeah.
1: That was real weird. Small <laughs> <little> song. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the Uncharted Four multiplayer they showed off today, a lot of it looked I mean, they were moving the camera all around, sweeping all in and out, you know, so it looked a lot more cinematic than mm-hmm. it will really look. But super high they, frame rate. Yeah, but they were showing off some real mechanics too. So, um one of the things I want to talk about is the supernatural specials. So, oh man. You know, like at the end of each Uncharted game, at least so far, there's been some kind of supernatural twist, some kind of fancy business going on or seemingly and, supernatural sometimes. Or at least at least seemingly supernatural. So, um but yeah, so the cool thing is with Uncharted 4's multiplayer, they have these these big attacks that are kind of throwbacks to the old games. So you have um, like the one they showed in the in, today anyway was the Wrath of El Dorado attack, and that's where he, basically it's the big idol from uh, Drake's Fortune, and it starts unleashing ghosts and goblins. Yeah, and you can so like cool. so. So it, it's kind of cool because, like, if if, you're, if the enemy team is all holed up in a spot and you can't seem to get them out, you can toss this bad boy in there and all, it'll just, like, wreak havoc on the whole area. And then you can, you know, you can kind of get people out of places where they're entrenched. So... It's pretty sweet, and then there's there was another one that showed like Elena getting like lit on fire and teleporting. I have no idea. What, what
1: <laughs> I know. I think from. that's un, I think that's Uncharted Three, isn't it? What it, the? It might be in yeah. the weird like
2: tripping mode. when oh, be careful. careful. Yeah. This is not, not spoil. People are playing that uh, oh. Uncharted Remaster oh, yeah, for the first yeah, time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. A lot of people
0: are playing Uncharted games for the first time right now, which is awesome. So, um, but yeah, so and then another thing that uh, looks really cool is they have uh, this mechanic with sidekicks and it's an AI controlled character that you can, you know, I think you probably build up to it, you know, throughout the course of a match and then you can unlock it. Um, but oh, that's there's, there... what
1: those people were that, that came. Yeah. up. Oh. yeah. So there are
0: four different um, classes, I guess you would say for these. And one's a savior who will come and like bail you out. If you get downed um, one is a sniper who can kind of cover you. Um, one is a heavy. So it's heavily armored with like a big Gatling gun. Um, and then there's a hunter, which this one's kind of interesting because this one will kind of creep out, creep around and find the closest enemy and basically get him in a headlock and you can make a beeline to him and try to blast him before he can, um, be rescued by one of his teammates. So there's, there's some pretty cool, um, you know, mechanics at play here. And, you know, those two things with, you know, the supernatural stuff with the, the sidekicks, um, from what I'm reading, they, they really lend, that uncharted campaign kind of feeling to it mm-hmm. where it, it definitely feels like you know the old uncharted multiplayer games were fun but they didn't necessarily feel the same as the the story mode
1: yeah they they were definitely they definitely felt like their own little thing yeah. I mean, the co-op missions in uncharted 3 were actually pretty good i think yeah but yeah, uh definitely. but yeah overall you're right uh, they they kind of felt like you know, hey, let's just uh, throw this mode in there yeah. real quick. So. Yeah, and
0: I, I started to think about it, like, um, I wonder, you know, because The Last of Us multiplayer was very much in that vein, too, where the, they made The Last of Us multiplayer feel a lot like the campaign. Yeah, it was um,
1: amazing, actually. Last Yeah, of Us so... Multiplayer.
0: I just wonder if they kind of took some lessons from that and, you know, in, in that influenced and informed the multiplayer for uncharted Four, just, you know, making it feel like the main game. So yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh,
1: well, okay. So another thing I was noticing, and I hope this isn't just something they did for the trailer cause it would be cool. Um, but I noticed there was a ton of chatter going on. Like, like, oh, uh, yeah, like yeah, all the characters would just like talk to each other. And like, if, if Sully was like far away on the map, Drake would say, like, hey Sully, get over here. We need you, you know, like Yeah, it's awesome. And, and so if that actually happens while you're playing multiplayer, that would be amazing. And I, yeah. I wouldn't put it past Naughty Dog to actually be doing stuff like that. Like one sure. of the, one of their like like one of their old tricks that they do all the time is uh they just have all of the um they have all of the the like players or all of the characters involved in the game, they just put a mic on them and, and tell them to play through the story and react to like what's happening as their mm-hmm. character. So it's kind of like improv almost while they're playing the game, they're improving lines <laughs> for the characters. That and that's really cool. And that's one of the ways they're able to get such a natural, like conversations happening, just kind of spur of the moment, or like, you know, in regard to what's happening, like, you know, and Nathan Drake, you, you know, like hits someone on the top of the head. He's like, yep, you're knocked out. You know, like and yeah. he just basically <laughs> said that while he was throwing a grenade at an enemy, you know? So that's funny. Um, so, yeah, I I hope that that's a real thing, because that
2: was really cool. I was really, like, digging that vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, that multiplayer looks fun. I guess we'll find out more in December, but I like that it seems to include some of the single-player mechanics that we've seen so far, like the the rope, uh, or the, what was it, the grappling uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Swing. Oh, the that looks so stuff. fun. That's that's cool. That adds a lot of new mechanics into that multiplayer. So, I like, they're doing a yeah. lot of things to kind of to kind of overhaul it like there's a lot of callbacks to previous uncharted games which is very cool mm-hmm. but it looks like yeah this is definitely its own thing i'm excited to try yeah it. yeah yeah De- Definitely. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> i said so, that like three
0: more times since then by the way i don't think have so i haven't it. been picking up um so the other thing i wanted to highlight or one of the other things uh detroit become human so this was kind of the the thing that i was most jazzed about you know, watching that conference today um so this you know of course harkens back to the Kara demo uh, that they showed on the ps3 three and a half years ago now wow how
1: was it that long ago
0: yeah it was a gdc 2012 Jeez. um so yeah and the instantly kind of what i was picking up on and i know that that was before this movie but i definitely was seeing shades of alex garland's ex machina
1: yeah definitely um
0: that and i loved that movie and so i was just like man this is gonna be so cool and i'm really excited to see kind of where quantic dream takes the story Mm -hmm. and um um, but you know all all, just the story setup looks really really good and i and i kind of knew that that would be the case even just based on that demo like they're totally gonna make a game out of that someday and it's gonna be amazing um but i'm really curious
1: i was actually surprised because I remember um what's his name? What's the main guy's name? Uh it's like David or something like that. David Cage? Yeah, David Cage. He was like saying that um oh this is this you know this doesn't represent a game we're working on or anything like that. And I was like, okay, I I believed him. So when when I saw this trailer uh, actually just a few minutes ago, I was like super like oh wow I didn't yeah. think they were gonna do that.
0: Well so, yeah it was true at the time because they were they were in pre production at the time for Beyond Two Souls, mm-hmm. so I wish they had made this game next instead of that, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's totally. kind of my thought
2: it's like the the trailer looked really good, uh, I really like the premise that they're going with, mm-hmm. um, but there's that little bit of hesitance because Heavy Rain was really really good I'm excited to see another yeah. really good game from them, but Beyond yeah. Two Souls is is not a great game. Um so <laughs> I didn't even try playing it. Yeah, yeah, well I much. just
0: yeah, I just feel like they had to have learned th- lessons from Beyond I Two Souls. I think so, you know. Yeah. And and seeing how Heavy Rain was so critically uh praised and it sold well and everything in Beyond Two Souls, I think it sold okay, but it, it definitely wasn't a heavy rain you know again for them right um so i feel like they have to have learned some some lessons and maybe it's a good thing that the game kind of got that out of their system kind of like when tom york releases a solo album and <laughs> yes. then radiohead releases another album after and it's amazing yeah so. usually the radiohead albums
1: <laughs> after tom
0: york releases his crazy solo albums are usually the best radio they're albums. so good because he got all that weird stuff out <laughs> um but yeah so just like I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe maybe this game will benefit from coming after Beyond Two Souls. I sure and hope like so. All the lessons
2: learned. Yeah, that that trailer uh, looks great
0: though. I'm curious though because you know what made Heavy Rain work so well, and from what I'm hearing, what makes Until Dawn work so well is that it's you have this these multiple characters and they can die, so you have real consequences. They can totally die uh, if you make bad choices um, or you're not fast enough, you know, whatever, and so. I'm not sure if that will be the case with this game It um, looks like or, there's just one main
1: character right now. So yeah,
0: if, if it's just the one main character, I'd almost be scared it's another Beyond Two Souls where it doesn't matter if you what you do necessarily the story's going to keep going because you that character can't die, you know Yeah, yeah, So yeah,
2: I mean that doesn't bother me as much because when we play games all the time the main character is not going to die um, Yeah, I, like adventure games yeah, and stuff I, I, What are you talking about? When yeah. I play games,
1: my main character dies all the time and then comes back to life somehow
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i i feel like um with heavy rain what they kind of did though they they set this this kind of tone that in our games the player agency really matters there are real consequences to this yeah, yeah. choose your adventure kind of story that we're going to tell and then beyond two souls kind of like took that away like you have you have choices to make but you have like no agency like what what happens is what we want to happen which is right. which is completely fine But it's very weird for a game like that to be like, we want you to make all these choices, but none of your choices really matter yeah that's um that's very strange and
0: it's yeah i remember hearing like someone talking about there was a freeway scene in beyond two souls and you could just let go of the wheel and it would be fine you'd still get to the end <laughs> yeah. of that sequence with with no consequences like yeah <laughs> you don't have to worry about trying to dodge the other cars like you're gonna be fine because it's the state story, the story's just yeah. gonna keep barreling forward
2: and so i think it goes beyond just what our expectations were because there's plenty of games that give you like you know quotations agency like mass effect i love Mass Effect. Sure do your choices really have a dramatic impact on the universe? Eh, some of them do. Most of them don't. Most of them well, are just going to give I mean, you a, at least...
0: I think at least it allows you to to choose the cast, though. Kind of like Heavy very Rain much so. did, you know? Yeah. You can definitely, by your choices, cause certain characters to die, yeah. you know? So. And, I,
2: and I think it's, it's one of those things you kind of grasp in Mass Effect, just like you kind of grasped in Heavy Rain pretty early on. Like, oh, okay, this is about the amount of agency that I have in this game. And Heavy Rain just happened to be a lot. Yeah. And the game played like heavy rain but didn't have the same like consequences as heavy rain. So it was like this weird mixed mixed bag of a game. And so yeah, I'm kinda m- curious to see. It's more like just
1: like a barely barely interactive movie at that yeah, point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kinda curious to see what they do with this game. I mean our expectation is that this is gonna be another heavy rain. Like they're gonna play heavy into player agency. But, I mean, that yeah. trailer didn't I really... I thought
1: maybe you are going to say, they're going to play heavy into rain. No, that would have
2: been <laughs> terrible. Um, but we don't really know... I get know. it. I get it, David. Yeah, you I get know. it?
0: I, I don't think it. Mike got it, because he know, didn't laugh I very much. Yeah, that's the, reason, that's the reason he wasn't laughing, because <laughs> yeah. he didn't get it.
2: But, I don't know, we, we got the trailer, but, like, we don't really know much else about this game yet, so... I'm I'm kind of hesitant to place any expectation. on like, oh, cool. This is going to be the, the next heavy rain game like, well, of the year. 2016. Maybe, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't play like that at <laughs> yeah. all. I don't know. Probably does. Cause yeah. that's kind of their thing, but that's their style. Yeah. yeah. I think,
0: and they've been refining it, but I think, uh, beyond two souls was just a misstep. I, I feel like this game is most likely going to be really good, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes, you know? That's a wait and see just because, you know, if yeah. Beyond Two Souls had been amazing, then yeah, I'd just be like through the roof about this one. But I'm, I'm still pretty excited. It looks awesome.
1: I'm just happy because I didn't know that Beyond Two Souls wasn't very good. So I'm glad <laughs> that I skipped that one. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so the last thing I wanted to highlight from the show today is the PlayStation VR presence. So they, I think they said something like they were going to have 40 or 50 kiosks out out and about, on oh, yeah. the uh, where people could play them that compared to PlayStation experience they had when it was still back in project Morpheus stage, they had like five or six or something like that. And the line was like a day long.
3: <laughs>
1: so it,
0: I had one day there. I was like, no, I'm not going to sit in that line all day. <laughs> like, yeah, that's uh that's, that's crazy. But I, I think it's cool that they're allowing people to, you know, get hands on with it because I think, There's no real way to tell people how good VR is until they try it, you know? So I think that's going to be cool. I wanted to quickly see if you guys have any price and release date
2: speculation.
0: Yeah, That's a good Uh, question.
2: So they've already kind of talked in the past how this device is going to be considered not a peripheral necessarily for the PS4, but like a platform in its own right. So yes, it's going to use the PlayStation 4, but they consider it to be its own platform. And therefore we should probably expect a platform cost out of this thing.
1: So are you thinking like $300? I
2: I really feel like we won't see this for less than $300. Yeah. Andrew house
0: is said in an interview, uh, that it's priced like a console. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that necessarily means. I, I was hoping, I was always saying like, I'd be totally on board. I'll buy this day one if it's 200 bucks. Right. You know, yeah. If it's more than that, then it's like, okay, no, and, what is there? What's yeah. coming out on this thing? And we know? don't know.
2: I mean, what they feel like a console cost, you know, means could, could be interpreted differently. But yeah. I feel like we're not far enough away from the PlayStation 4 release that when they start tossing the word like console price to like, well, your console still costs 350 Um, So chances are we're probably going to see the PlayStation VR headset for around $300. Uh, maybe more, uh, but I don't think less. Although, that yeah. would be awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so here's the thing that worries me. Okay, so Oculus Rift is coming out next year. Um, I I don't remember what the resolution is that they settled on, but it is a lot higher than 1080p. Um, and the reason for that is because 1080p isn't quite sharp enough
0: um, in VR. Sure. Yeah, for the screen to be that close to your face, it really doesn't need to be sharp.
1: Yeah. So, and and right now, the PlayStation 4 cannot output any higher than 1080p. So, this VR device is probably going to be 1080p. Um, and, I, and, and then on top of that, the PS4, you know, it's a pretty good system. Uh, it can run 1080p pretty well. But if you want 1080p 60 frames per second, which, again, is another requirement for VR... Um, you are going to have to dumb down games quite a bit, just, just rendering one like camera angle. So throw a second camera angle on there and I, I'm just really worried. I'm like, I'm curious to see what, what the games are going to look like, like actual gameplay. Sure. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to have to dumb down their graphics a ton
2: maybe to, now to make I, this I thing don't, work i don't know that that's been a problem so far yeah um, i feel like we're certainly enough people, in that console cycle that we haven't really seen that PlayStation Four unlocked yet
0: yeah well and yeah. that that and just from the people who have tried it you know your your engadget folks your your gizmodos your IGNs, yeah. um you know they've all come back saying how great it looks so i think hmm. i think i i don't know if there's really that much to be concerned on as far as that goes, for me it's it's definitely price. You know, if it's if it's priced out of where what it feels like it's worth it, right? And then also what's on it. You know, if I buy it, and that that kind of it got me thinking today. Like, you know, a lot of these tech demos they've been showing off for a while. You know, at, at these various trade shows. You know, the London heist, the kitchen one, the uh, the deep sea one. Uh, I I'm almost wondering if they would be smart to release you know uh a pack of tech demos with it you yeah. know like kind of kind of wii sports style mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. have like yeah. all these little mini games these mini experiences that when you buy the thing you have this and now you can just you can try it out and get it and have it be like something you can show to people i think that'd be like, very smart yeah because i mean other than that you know the only real games i mean there are a few that that we know of uh like eve valkyrie sure um rigs yep. looks pretty sweet that's from the Killzone uh on the vita team what was it kills on mercenary mm-hmm. team uh a gorilla cambridge and then um you have uh gran turismo which was talked about today which is pretty that's a huge one to have yeah that's a, like VR a support app. for yeah so i mean if if it were exclusive or something to the uh the playstation vr that would be a whole different story um that would be probably killing that game. Yeah, but it's cool that it does support it, and that people who want to get fully immersed and get their steering wheel and their pedal and their driving gloves on, <laughs> their yeah. VR helmet, <laughs> their <know>? leather <laughs> like, jackets, <laughs> their leather jackets, yeah, and their Ario speed wagon cassettes, <laughs> and they just like, you know, they they hop in there and they're just loving life, playing some Gran Turismo Sport. Is it? Yeah, Gran Turismo Sport, <laughs> the new one so that one's it's going to be more of like a platform it seems like right? it yeah. I mean, they, can, mean, they yeah they didn't didn't talk a,
2: uh, about that a ton at least not that i remember uh i kind of had to parse through some of that stuff because you know i had to work today yeah um, yeah i start I've, falling, I've barely I start falling had asleep time to look at any of that stuff <laughs> yeah so. but i feel i i feel like the impression that i got was like, again yeah, this is their gran turismo platform and so you'll probably end up kind of uh paying piecemeal for different packages that you can add to the game instead of waiting for yeah. a whole new game down the road
0: Sure, sure. I mean, one thing Shuhei Yoshida came out on stage and he was talking all about PlayStation VR. He showed like the sizzle reel and all this good stuff. But um, one thing that he said that did pique my interest was that two hundred different developers are working on PlayStation VR games right yeah. now. That's, that's a lot. A lot of support. That's a lot of developers. That's a lot. A lot of people are excited about yeah, this. thing. I, so I feel like they're
2: they're in a good position for this. Uh, I think people yeah. are pretty pretty jazzed about the whole VR thing. Um, yeah,
0: as long as they don't pull a vita at the last second everyone was jazzed about the vita yeah right and, 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 you know people were coming back from these trade shows talking about what a great handheld it is and we're <laughs> making a every, bioshock for vita I, yeah i can't believe the price and bioshock vita and all this Valve was like, committed thought, to vita yeah at the last second um the vita got you know basically they're like oh yeah yeah by the way um you know it has this really expensive memory cards and everyone's like oh well, that sucks, you know, yeah. <laughs> like that boosts the price. Like now it's not as appealing. And then, you know, it didn't sell super well right away. And then the developers start pulling support because there's not a very big, you know, console install base. And it's like, yeah. well, you know, th- there's a definite, e- very easy way to screw up the PlayStation VR. And that would be if they price it out of people's range sure. and there's not enough support up front.
2: You yeah. Know? I-, I feel like they probably learned their lesson from, from some of those products, like between the Vita and the Move, and you know playstation i and then afterwards a PlayStation camera they kind the of have a tracker of lessons learned i think
0: yeah the people who bought the move now have to be loving it though because they can actually use it with the playstation that's vr true.
2: yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious how that's going to roll <laughs> like out dust it off I, <laughs> like yes i wonder i knew if, it would be good <laughs> i wonder if they sold enough moves to like vet them releasing a, a package of the VR headset that doesn't have move controllers in it. Cause I, Oh man, I kind of feel like not it's a given controllers. I, that is... I feel like it's a given. Like again, if you're going to price thing at 300 bucks, like what console doesn't ship with a controller? Like, so yeah. if you're going to sit a console, it's going to come with a controller. Um, so probably two move controllers, cause that seems essential. It's going to come with I the mean, headset not
0: necessarily though, because since you have, it'll probably have to come with a PlayStation eye because that's how they track sure the thing. But right. you can, you can play those games on a dual shock four. So you don't have to bundle
2: it with a controller hmm. necessarily. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't. I don't know enough, but the the games that they're. I feel like it's going to drastically
1: but. alter the game if you can play it on a controller and a move controller because you know, like one one is way different than the other one. Yeah, like very move true. controllers. Yeah. You know, like how can you move forward and backwards? You know, like with
2: with a there's no right analog stick, yeah. is there?
1: Uh, or a left analog stick.
2: I haven't touched a move in a really long time. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. But anyways, I don't think there is. But I mean. <laughs> The, the primary thing is, is there's a lot of these demos. They're geared to only work with move controllers. Yeah, Like exactly. some of the games, yeah. like, like maybe maybe Rigs and and valker you can play the controller no problem. But a lot of these tech demos they've been shopping around, like these things only work with move controllers. You can't play London Heist with a, with a regular controller. It's not going to work. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I would be pretty shocked if there's not move controllers in that box, personally.
3: Hmm. Okay.
1: I well, feel like yeah, it would be yeah, a I big guess... mistake if there weren't, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I just think if, you, if you're if you packaging the PlayStation VR and the PlayStation camera and move controllers, it's just bumping the price up more and more and more. I feel like there has to be a con, like a base unit. Yeah, too, but I, I feel like you
2: were into that. The core system. Sure, but I feel like you are in that dangerous area if you don't, where it's like, okay, I got to buy the, the VR headset, and now I got to buy move controllers, and now I got to buy a camera. Like, if it's not in one package, I think they don't sell enough of these things, because I don't think there's enough move controllers out there. I certainly don't have any move yeah. controllers sitting around. It's hard enough yeah, to get I, people I either, to buy,
1: but... it's hard enough to get people to buy one peripheral. Imagine trying to get them, uh, to buy three, you know, like yeah. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. So. I mean, well, I already have a PlayStation camera and I think I, that actually the PlayStation camera actually sold a lot better than they anticipated. Um, when yeah, the that's true, came they were out. sold
1: out for like a, yeah. like
0: almost a year. Yeah. So I, I know that they have, they have sales figures on those and they can say, okay, well, here's our, you know here's our install base for the camera. You know, that probably makes sense to, to sell the uh, PlayStation VR without the camera, at least in, in, you know, one package. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying though, about the, the move controllers. I, it, I guess it remains to be seen, uh, yeah. um, what they end up doing and how much it costs. I feel like
2: they're going to, they're in a good position though. Microsoft's VR, you know, solution isn't anywhere near being ready to go. And Oculus is, Going to be around the same time frame, but all and the of,
1: specs are so like super high for that. The specs are super so. high
2: for that, and I think in addition they they announced like a few months back they were going to have to raise the cost of the of the retail unit for that thing. Mm-hmm. So some places are speculating somewhere around six hundred dollars for the Oculus Rift.
1: Oh gosh, so yeah, that's not going to happen. Wow,
2: yeah, and, and maybe that that may not be accurate. I don't, you know, want to spread falsehoods about that, but I, I yeah. feel pretty confident based on some of the reports that have come out that the Oculus Rift is going to be more expensive than uh than playstation vr so like they're probably in a really good position to release right now as long as they can come up with some content for us to actually use on the thing
0: yeah yeah so all right well that's the end of my topic um david all right
1: okay so my topic and i'm gonna try to make this quick because uh we've
0: we've already run pretty long yeah
1: uh so my topic is uh we're we're talking about nintendo again yes Um, oh good (laughs) Oh, good. Mike's favorite topic. He's already bashed Nintendo <laughs> once or twice in this podcast, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how many more times he can bash us. Um, so Nintendo, <laughs> us? well, not us, but you know us for liking it. You know. Oh, okay. Um. Right. So Nintendo, us, us here at Nintendo, us here at Nintendo, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So they just released a new Zelda game. Mm-hmm. There's a new Metroid game coming out. But they're Gosh. not the games that the fans have been waiting
2: for. Nintendo hates its fans. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that right now.
1: By all accounts, The Legend of Zelda, Triforce Heroes is a mediocre game at best. I've seen I've seen really bad reviews, but then yeah. like they kind of average out to like mediocre, I think. Right. Um, so, come to think of it, it's been a while since they've released a major game at all in any of their franchises. The last one I could think of is uh, maybe A Link Between Worlds, but that was a 3DS game. Um, probably Super Mario 3D World was their last yeah. like major release of like well, a that, major franchise.
0: And we got we you got um Mario Kart 8 and Smash Brothers yeah, too. So
1: I, I don't see those as major. Fr- I don't know. Maybe maybe they are, but they well, Mario more Kart like is spin-offs.
0: their yeah. Well, Mario Kart is their best selling franchise. Is it okay? Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's kind of crazy, but um, you know. So it, it. But I know what you mean. Like as far as like core. You know, that we haven't gotten, you know, Mario Galaxy 3 or whatever. You yeah.
1: know what I mean? Yeah. So and even then, basically we to me, it seems like they can develop a game like uh like Super Smash Bros. or Mario Kart a lot faster because they've hit literally every single, you know, console generation and sometimes more than once. So mm-hmm. um <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel I feel like i don't know maybe maybe those games are are triple a and i'm just not thinking of them that way they they probably are and i, I so that that's kind of my mistake on that part but yeah go back i'm sorry continue adam
0: oh no no i just i was interjecting yeah i, I think those games do kind of count as you know their major franchises um coming to the wii u but you know zelda though
1: yeah there's not been a single zelda game except been, for the remaster waiting.
0: We've been um, waiting for a while. Yeah. We're supposed to be getting... Yeah, I mean, we got Wind Waker HD, which was cool. Um, But yeah, I mean... got Link
2: Between Worlds.
0: Link Between Worlds is cool for 3DS. Uh, that's a good game. But yeah, I mean, um, I guess I'll let you finish your question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all I'm so waiting So yeah, for what gives... <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, where are Nintendo's franchises where where are they um and so my suspicion is Mm -hmm. do you think they're delaying the majority of them for the upcoming nx i would guarantee it yeah yeah i i kind of feel that way too i feel like they have thrown in the towel the wii u is it was a failure i think i think internally they have already decided that the wii u is a failure
0: well, and, yeah, they've they've already come out and said that yeah, the NX would be out. What is it, 2017? Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, have they, said, to, they said when it
2: was coming out. They, well, they said it's supposed to be E3 next year.
0: Yeah, so it'll be there. They'll probably announce it for 2017. So that's a, that's a pretty short console lifespan. Sure. Uh, for yeah, the, very for the Wii U. short. And I mean, you got to imagine that's because they're seeing these meteoric sales for <laughs> the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One. And, and meanwhile just, their
1: console has not sold much at all
0: yeah it's it's a fraction of what the we did and it's i mean it's definitely not a sustainable yeah i mean um, how long is sales how long model.
2: has it been out now like three years four years when we're at we three years i feel like it's i feel like it's three years okay i think it's yeah I, I think you're right sure. I, I think it's three years and they're like they're like what not even 10 percent of what we sold yet like that's not good yeah yeah so um yeah there's there's no way that they they've looked at it and said like look even if even if they put a Zelda out and like, and fifty percent of every Wii U owner bought that game, which would be an amazing attachment rate, like yeah, that's crazy. still not very much. Considering, I mean, don't be me wrong. Like selling like five million copies of a game is fantastic,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but
2: they probably aren't going to get a fifty percent attach rate. Well, maybe on a Zelda game, I don't know. The people who uh, use right now got to be the hardest of core. <laughs> my yeah, my that's guess, true. Because
1: well, plus in the past though um like a new game coming out for a system uh for a system is like the console selling game you know like a lot of people when ocarina of time came out they're like all right i'm buying an n64 right now right like, you yeah know, so um and there has not been a game like that really since uh for wii u i mean maybe super mario 3d world a little bit um mm-hmm. but uh but yeah not really.
0: No. Um so Yeah, so so the Wii U came out November 18th of 2012. So it's been almost exactly 3 years right. and it was just in the summer that they passed 10 million.
2: Yeah. Um, and and so you got to imagine they're Yeah. That is so it's, low. It's real bad. It's, and you got to figure really they look at those numbers and saying, "Hey, look. We released a Mario Kart game and those numbers didn't skyrocket. We released a Smash I mean, Brothers game and those numbers didn't skyrocket. We got a Star Fox game coming out." We're not even really making that one. Platinum Games is making it, and it looks a million years old. Uh, yeah, it does. So, chances <laughs> so are, that
0: was like, well, "Are they going to put textures in it <laughs>
2: in that game?" <laughs> well, I don't know, if, if, I don't know if that N sixty four port supports textures, but <laughs> oh. uh, so it, I think it's pretty clear at this point. they the Wii U is a financial failure uh, for them. It's it's sure. it's a loss. They're better off cutting their losses. And if you're lucky, what you get is uh like a twilight princess scenario where at the very end of wii u life in the start of nx you have a multiple release it comes out on both consoles yeah um i really i'm not expecting to see a zelda on the wii u uh, outside of that
0: yeah i, yeah, I think, if that's I think the case you right about that if that's the case i mean i i don't know what's worse for me personally like <laughs> to to go ahead and buy it on the wii u and have like the the less the lower fidelity version or to have to buy another nintendo console just to play (laughs) a zelda well okay
1: so at this point nintendo has i don't know maybe they're maybe they've slowed down even more because i know traditionally they've kind of taken their time on games mm -hmm. um and maybe because you know this quote unquote next generation of gaming is more intense from a like resources kind of Point of view, like their teams need to be bigger. So maybe that's slowed them way down. Um, but it feels like Ninten- internally developed Nintendo games have slowed to like this ridiculously slow trickle. And like yeah. that's their strong suit is their games. So I, either they have slowed to a trickle or they're just working on every game they're working on, they're just holding back until E3 and they're just not talking about it. Because every time they have a new like announcement, I'm like, oh, here comes, here comes a big game announcement. <laughs> here, here it is, finally. Here it comes and nothing, almost yeah. nothing ever, except for the like expected, you know, Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. So, mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling, either this happened. So basically, let me let me put it this way: either my feeling is right, and Nintendo will survive, or my feeling is wrong, and Nintendo is going to go the way of Sega. um, I I suspect at this next E3, we're going to see an NX announcement. It's going to be way better hardware than PS4 or um, Xbox One as far as like, uh, you know, specs. I feel like. Yeah,
0: they've claimed that it's industry leading hardware. So, yeah, it should be at least as powerful.
1: (laughs) I I think it'll be more powerful at this point Um, because they made that mistake with the Wii U. They made it as powerful and then the next generation came out and you know they were last gen again Um, Mm. so I feel like they're going to try to push it a little forward this time Um, so that and that they're going to have like three major games to announce alongside it like maybe a Metroid definitely a Mario definitely Zelda Um, Mm. so this is my hunch and if this hunch is wrong I think Nintendo screwed (laughs) So I I don't know. What do you guys think? No, no, I
2: I think you're right. And I, but I, I, I don't think they'll give us a Metroid game um, just because those things, I mean, Metroid just doesn't sell.
1: Okay. So what would you put instead of Metroid? I don't know. But
2: like we all, I I, I know Nintendo fans, we love Metroid, but those games traditionally has just never been the blockbuster games that we thought they were. Right. And so I don't know do they really need to go after the hardcore Nintendo fan? Like, you're definitely, if you're a hardcore Nintendo fan, you're going to buy the next console. I don't care what they do to you, you're still going to buy their next console because you're crazy. I don't know.
0: I feel like a lot of people might have learned their lesson with the Wii U. No, that's
1: true. I, I feel like every generation where they disappoint their fans more drop off. Like, I feel like with GameCube, a lot of people dropped off for a little while, but then Wii U was just like it sold like gangbusters, and everyone got one anyway. Right?
0: But, oh, the Wii, the original. I'm Wii. sorry, yeah, the Wii, not the Wii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: also it, it needs dropped a better name. because because everyone bought everyone's mom essentially bought a Wii for for Wii Sports. <laughs> right. Exactly. yeah. Which meant there was nothing stuff, but shovelware tennis. on the rest of that system. There were no games yep. to play on it. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, that's not fair. There there were a lot of first party games. There that were a, good. There, there were in the a Mario few. Galaxy. There were whatnot, yeah not, but
0: yeah, Mario Galaxy. I loved. Right. That game was good. Yeah. And I would, I, that's the thing that could probably make me buy another, uh, Nintendo console is if it was like coming out and it was Mario galaxy three or whatever. Ooh. And it looked incredible, you know, and, and maybe they got the the prettier version of the new, uh, Zelda. And it's like, okay, all right. But I just, you know, when I started hearing all this NX talk, I did feel that like. Like maybe this is the bad uh, gaming related purchase, you know? Like oh, yeah. this, this uh-huh. Wii U. Like I was thinking, oh, well, you know, I've I've had some fun with it. There's some good games, that, and we own, you know, a bunch of really good games on the Wii U. Um, but there's not. I don't know. I just haven't felt like I've gotten my money's worth yet. And they're already talking about their new console. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: now there is the rumor though that the NX is going to be a console and a portable in one. So right. that would be yeah. kind of cool. Uh, I always felt like the Wii U should have been like that in the first place. Like, you should be able to do something with that gamepad when it's not near a Wii U. Sure, um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's weird. But uh, but anyway, so yeah, Nintendo needs to do something, or they're they're screwed. They, I think that's <laughs> the bottom need, line yeah. of
2: this. They need a console that matches up to the specs of their competitors. Uh, yeah, they've been trying to get with that for years, keeping their consoles cheap and not taking a loss on the sale. And having, you know, something profitable right up front. And they've mm-hmm. been kind of doing that by insulating themselves and saying, well, we're not really competing with Microsoft and Sony, which is a ridiculous idea.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and,
2: and I feel like obviously they are. That's why they're, they're not selling right now. So they need to give definitely uh, – and as much as a great idea as it sounds like for it to be portable and a home console – that definitely makes me question their industry-leading chips because I don't know what they're going to get that's going to look super crazy amazing and be completely portable. I just have my doubts about that piece of it. Well, um, my,
1: my guess was that they would take a combination of the technology in the Wii U and uh, maybe even a little 3DS in there. And, and, and what I mean is, is when it's near the console, it would stream from the console instead of relying on its own graphics processing, um, but then still be a, a good... Uh, and for industry leading all it has to do is match or exceed the 3DS because I mean we're not going to call the Vita an industry leading you know what well, is the it is the greatest we're...
0: handheld
2: console of all time but well yeah that aside, but
0: specs wise but specs wise it is well specs I mean, wise they, it is but that not sales wise and specs that's what, wise. that's yeah they did yeah, that's they what did. they were talking about when they say in industry leading they're talking about specs for the um, new system so I'm curious too about how that looks if it if it competes with like an iPad um, graphics wise, you know, yeah. or if it if it just competes with you know the Vita and the current sure. you know three three DS new three DS or whatever. And I, I I like I'd I'd love it if the NX codename goes away and we can call it the Wii New. <laughs> oh, I
1: was thinking new. I was thinking new Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> the, the new
0: the new Wii Two. Yeah. <laughs> just make bad. it as confusing no, as possible. Keep <laughs> exactly. every
1: name that was that came before right. it. So yeah, I, yeah, I think absolutely that,
0: just.
2: I think those things aside. I was having, just gonna say. Oh good.
0: Go oh no! All I was gonna say was I think that one more failed console from Nintendo though, and they kind of have to get out of the console game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there is that whole mobile thing coming down the
0: pike too, which yeah. I'm sure. I mean, not. About. That's not to say that they don't have the money to keep putting out these uh, the consoles that are very you know low selling or whatever and sticking to their weird guns. But I'm just saying <laughs> that it's just not financially viable to keep going down that road further and further, yeah. you know? And, and yeah.
2: speaking of the weird guns, that's kind of my, my last kind of bullet point on that is one thing they need to get away from is, like, the the gimmick controls. Yeah. I feel like that causes them to lose a lot of third-party support right off the bat. Like, the yeah, control schemes of their consoles have been so bizarre since the N64. Um, you don't like the claw? I really don't. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and, feel
1: like if it weren't for the N64, we wouldn't have analog controllers though so i think they should keep at least trying to innovate but you know don't go too crazy
2: uh, i don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. uh i i think once we moved into the 3d realm with the playstation like those sticks were going to come one way or the other i don't um, know
3: man
1: i don't know but i, f- I feel why didn't the p- playstation launch with a analog stick then i'm sure I mean, yeah, there was yeah, a learning
2: process you know th- that was kind of their first crack at, at video games in general let alone like 3d games so i think Initial when playstation controllers started off they were probably just trying to copy what was out there uh um, yeah, yeah but but aside from it that it was
0: very much like a little bit souped up more ergonomic super nintendo controller yeah, yeah. Point,
2: but this so. whole like you know not having as many buttons as the other consoles have or like having this bizarre layout like a third-party developer has to look at that and like this is a nightmare to put my game onto this like yeah not forget like the power of the console like just trying to get my controls on here and make my game playable is is insane and yeah. I know they've kind of lived in this weird, quirky, uni- like unique world of their own. But like, if they want to sell like these other consoles sell, they have to kind of get in line with like what is a reasonable ergonomic control scheme.
1: Yeah, they yeah. they basically need third party support. That was another thing I was going to say. Absolutely, the NX is announced and they announce like a new square rpg you know like f- exclusively for yeah. the nx that would be pretty huge oh, too and, and you did right something like, like that you know anyone
2: who wants to argue that like nintendo is fine without third-party support is crazy like look at yeah. look at how well the playstation 4 sells and it's almost completely off of their third party yeah like, relationships yeah. like it just is because their first parties are still, all, still working all working on, on their stuff. we're like gonna be <laughs> three years deep and getting the majority of first-party things like three years in or some of these four years in. But their third-party relationships are so strong that like that console still sells gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's my
1: topic, boys. Yeah.
0: No, that was good. Nintendo's the worst, and we can move on. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mike, your topic, good sir, to close us out. So
2: this this should be a nice quick one uh, because it doesn't necessitate much more than a yes or no answer, although it's more interesting if you give me more than that um also speaking of crazy <laughs> control schemes yeah kind of so uh you know rock band four and guitar hero live are, are now out it's been it's been mm-hmm. a few years since we've had you know these plastic instrument rhythm games and i'm yes. just kind of mm-hmm. curious have you guys gotten the the rockers itch and are, are looking to <laughs> to jump back into the party games
1: yeah i've got a serious case of rock itch i knew you would <laughs> i could hear it in your voice <laughs> rock itch um no yeah i mean first of all let's talk about really quick mike the first night we ever hung out together we were playing uh rock this is very true yeah yeah.
0: on the Wii. on the Wii.
1: (laughs) so i have very fond memories of of that evening in particular oh yeah um but you know i i did i really was into uh rock band i got beatles rock band that was my favorite one i have that one yeah um just playing all those uh, i loved i loved the drums i loved playing the bass and I missed it, and I still have all my old peripherals uh, somewhere around here. Oh, you can still and, use them. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I'll need to buy a dongle because I got them for Xbox, so I need to uh, get the little Xbox One dongle. But
0: yeah, dongle. Th-
1: then I can play <laughs> Rock Band Four.
0: <laughs> dongle.
1: <laughs> did I? Did I accidentally just go to the website where you can like hear how words are pronounced? <laughs> 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 my bad. Let me. Uh, let me continue talking here um (laughs) um so yeah but rock band four is the least interesting of the two uh which is a shame uh the that
0: new guitar hero is crazy have you guys seen it yeah yeah i i've seen it a little bit yeah it it does seem pretty cool it's still not enough to pull me back in oh man so you're done i feel like i'm i had Plenty. I, I played, <laughs> I played Rock Band one or no, excuse me, um Guitar Hero one on PS two, and then I got a Guitar Hero two, which I was slightly less into than Guitar Hero one, but you know it happens. Mm-hmm. And then I skipped over Guitar Hero three and Aerosmith and you know everything else up until Rock Band came out, or actually Rock Band two came out. Mm-hmm. I, so I got Rock Band two for the PS three. I had a blast with that because of the drums and stuff. Um, and then I remember Mike, you got the rock band Beatles yeah, and, uh, and so we played some of that, had a great time. And that to me, I was like, after that I was satisfied. It's like, what are you going to do? That's better than rock band Beatles. You, nothing. That's what, <laughs> 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 so,
1: so the whole live, like being, being a musician, Adam, so that whole like live element to uh guitar hero is not like interesting or enticing to you.
0: Uh, not really. I mean, I have Rocksmith, um, which is a lot more interesting to me just because you can play a real guitar and yeah, not that's a, plastic, true. a plastic one. So, but I, I understand that for a lot of people it's, it's more fun. It's, there's so much less of a learning curve just to play a, the, the five button, you know, plastic toy guitar. And that's cool. Uh, a lot of people like that stuff, but I just, I just don't know if it has been quite long enough to make me go, you know, I miss those old rock band rhythm games. Like I, I don't, yeah. I don't miss them at all.
2: I'm, I'm kind of with you. And, uh, I might be more interested if I looked at either one of those games set lists and was like, man, these are some great songs. And, and not to say that it's not good music. To be honest, I don't recognize almost anything that's on either one of those games besides a yeah. couple of tracks. <laughs> You're getting old. I'm getting right? real old. Um, and and because I, I didn't do the whole like export thing from my old rock band games and I know there was a timeline on some of that licensing stuff. I would have to rebuy buy all the music I'd actually care to to be playing one of those games on. So at this yeah. point, for me, it's just like, mm, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Man. I mean, I'm so. pretty excited to do it, um, but I might not do it. <laughs> uh, but I feel like if, if I was going to pick one of the two games, it would be Guitar Hero, um yeah what, I think what stinks? I'm with you there what stinks about that though is that you do actually need new hardware for that one yeah um, yeah but, and then they've changed the design a little bit uh, they actually say it feels a little more like actually like uh constructing chords with your left hand which is pretty mm. cool um that's something I'm kind of interested in since I can't play guitar I'd like to feel yeah. more like I can play guitar you know sure um so I but yeah it sucks because I won't have access to any previous DLC. I never owned any guitar heroes. Um, yeah. and I'll need a new piece of plastic and all this stuff. So that's why I might not do it. Cause rock band four here is, is, is like, okay, but it's like kind of a piecemeal, like not, not, you know, a must have. So it's more of like, all right, now the platform's on this console and you know, we'll, we'll eventually make it good. But for now it's just, here it is. <laughs> <Right. you know? laughs> so, yeah.
0: So, all right. Well, I think we're kind of all in agreement that it, we're probably not doing it, but <laughs> I,
1: I would like to do it, but I just feel like I, I shouldn't
0: do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, if, I'm not I, a, if I get the itch, I'll bust out rock band two and I'll get all my dusty old plastic instruments out of the garage. And <laughs> we'll, well, here's play the that. thing,
1: Adam, you can actually use those. Can't you? Yeah, you You can use those on the PS4.
0: Yeah, I'm just not motivated to do that. (laughs) 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 If I really get the rocker's itch at some point, I'll just go dig all that stuff out of the garage. All right. End of the show plugs for men.
1: Yeah. Wow. We we made it, guys. We're
0: still we alive. It. <laughs> we made it. Help support the show for $0 by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. Get crazy. Treat yourself to an SBFVGS t-shirt on cafepress.com slash sbfvgs um again special thanks to eric Kruger for the podcast logo um if you like the show help us out by leaving a glowing itunes review and tell a friend um you can follow us on twitter sbfvgs oh, <laughs> <what> podcast oh sbfvgs podcast almost died <clears throat> <laughs> Almost died. Uh, i am barry white on twitter b-u-r-y-w-i-t-e mike is taco douglas david is david j tate um you can also find us under those names at uh, psn and become our buddy um except for mike who is taco underscore douglas. if we would get that
2: that psn name change maybe I'll, I'll I'll fix that but
1: yeah that's another thing that they <laughs> talked about in the uh poll that they were saying oh there Usually you go like ps1 or ps2 games so Hopefully everyone said yes, because I can't imagine why they would not want the option to change their name.
0: I think there is a huge <laughs> grassroots movement to get that uh, that feature. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, But yeah, join the Super Best Friends video game Sleepover PS4 community and friend us on there. Play some games with us and other Super The Rest friends. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS or follow the blog at podcast.wordpress.com.
1: And don't forget, I have will have just played a live stream of the uh, Telltale Tales from the Borderlands game. Um, you can find that on our YouTube, which if you just go, to, I just did it right now. If you search for YouTube SBFVGS, you will find it.
0: There you go. Easy. There you go. Check out that new stream. Yeah, it will happen in the future, but will then be in the past when you are here. <laughs> so that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode Twenty Nine. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more extremely convincing French accents and opinions on gaming. Wee wee, pilly Game Week. <laughs> No. Oh, no. Alright, oh, thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Sorry. <Yay>. Sorry. <laughs> Mon frère, Saklu. Buggy.
3: Yeah,
0: I've seen all six Star Wars movies.